Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I'm not here to kick a dog when it's down. I'm not here to bash the already bashed, much less fire the already fired. However, I do feel that there's an important point to make beyond Ron Hextall, Brian Burke, and Chris Pryor being tossed out. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The Stanley Cup playoffs opened last night across North America. They, of course, did so without the Pittsburgh franchise for the first time in 17 years. And if that wasn't lousy enough... Presuming you were one of those hearty few around here who would have had the intestinal fortitude to turn those games on and watch them as if they mattered to you. I do have something else to say about this team's premature demise this year, and that is this. There's a there's a part of it that needed to happen. And you know how in the business world they use this phrase, Never let a good crisis go to waste, meaning when something goes really, really bad or whether it's COVID or whatever, uh, that businesses should find a way to build off of that. Do things that you might not normally do. Make things healthier along the way. You know, while nobody's looking or really parsing things too much. I feel like this franchise needed to be humbled. In the worst way. And there's no one I would exempt from that. Not one individual in the Penguins employee. And if you think that I've got somebody sacred in mind as an exception, I don't. Because I'm even including Sidney Crosby. Everyone needed this. Everyone needed to come back down to earth after all of this. And by when I say all of this, I'm not even just talking about this past season. I'm talking about not getting out of the first round for half a decade now. Okay? That involves everybody. And part of this team's problem over the course of the previous six months alone was that they thought they were really good. And they weren't. And that even carried through to the end-of-season locker clean-out day when a lot of the remarks were, we can't believe we're not there. 
We can't believe we're not in. This is such a great team. This is no, it's not. It's not a great team. I don't think it was a great team, even when they had the NHL's best record for a month straight between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And at some point, that needed to sink in, and I'm not sure that it ever did. A lot of their behavior, collectively, which is what I'm talking about now, and even individually, lent itself toward this air of, uh, how do I put this without making any of you guys really mad at me, but this air of superiority, you know, that there's, there's still it, there's still the big bad Pittsburgh Penguins, or in some individual cases that, you know, I'm this or I'm that, and no, 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 16 teams began participating, well, half of them last night the other half goes tonight and you guys weren't among them and it's not because you're so golden and you got so unlucky and you took a handful of bad penalties or you know this injury here or that injury there or this imagined injury here or this imagined injury there and oh no well a little bit of rough luck for us we'll bounce back This goes through the entire organization, off the ice as well, off the ice as well. And sometimes it just boomerangs back and forth between the two. It's a tough, tough place to be around on a regular basis. I don't mean to sound whiny about that because reporters' jobs are great jobs, but you also like to enjoy the setting that you're in. Uh, It makes for, you know, better material, you know? Better stuff to write about, better stuff to talk about. And that place, it, it, it needed this. It needed the, the slamming back down that just happened. It needed people to be fired, but it also needs, this is future tense, Whoever it is that comes in, whether it's a general manager, whether it's a general manager slash something, something, Brian Burke, whatever he was doing, roll over their heads. And and remember that Fenway Sports Group hasn't said what the actual alignment will be. Whoever this is needs to come in and take charge and understand and make it clear to everyone else in turn that what's happened isn't okay, and that they were not, in fact, a good team that was a break or two away, or, oh, no, if only they'd beaten the Blackhawks. They're this close. They're not. You lost to the Blackhawks in a do-or-die at home when they played the night before, and they were trying to throw the game. That is not a good hockey team. There's nothing about that that's good. And this GM has to come in and make that the top priority, not just to try to tinker with the roster here or there, manage the cap space. All of that's got to be done. But after everything that's transpired right now, I don't believe that that's going to be the domain of the head coach. I don't believe that that's going to be on Mike Sullivan to do that. In fact, to the contrary, I believe it's going to be on Sullivan to follow it because He also has to change some of his ways, as I've been discussing since this season ended. Everyone does. 
Who do you suppose could be hired as a GM who would have the guts to do what I'm talking about? Who do you suppose would have the guts to bring in Sidney Crosby and say, listen, Sid, you knew this team was trash halfway through 2022 and you stayed quiet the whole time. Why is that? Are you going to do that with me now that I'm the GM? Because I'd sure be disappointed if you did. I'd much rather you come into my office and say, Dude, Mikhail Granlund, what's wrong with you? Can we have that kind of relationship, Sid? Can we do that? That's who needs to get hired here. That's who needs to get hired. I I could go on on this one. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q. I am going to go on with this one because this one, this one strikes a nerve for me on multiple levels because this team really needed this. It needed an enema. That doesn't mean that you throw all your people out and no, don't throw that back in my face as a Sullivan argument. Sullivan just needs someone over him to make sure that he can be kept in line too that he can be accountable to. And someone can have the courage to be an actual manager, to use the old school term for GM. That's what they used to call them in hockey, managers. They're around the team. They're in there. They're getting the feel of the team. They travel everywhere with the team. It's not like other sports, the GM role in hockey. You're there. You have a feel. You're sitting there with an eagle eye watching every morning skate and every practice. Talk to them. Tell them what you don't like. Show some, you know, but change it up. Don't just come in and be the guy who says, all right, we're missing this, this, and this, and I'm just going to take care of those things, and I'm going to sit back and let it all happen, because that ain't going to work. It hasn't worked for quite a while now, and it's not about to now. It's not just going to be a snap of a finger and say, all right, all right, we got that third line center we were looking for. Everybody, let's go. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it. Something went significantly wrong within the culture of this locker room and this hockey team over the course of the year. And my belief on that front is that they, all of them, including the head coach, came to accept that the overall camaraderie and we've all got each other's backs things overtook the priority of winning. And that never should have been allowed to take place by any of them. From the president of hockey operations, who really should have been the one to do all of this, by the way. You ask what Burke did here. That's actually what he should have done here. And that was why Mario Lemieux wanted him to be here. He failed robustly in that regard. To say, what's going on here? What's going on? And anyone can say that. Anyone who's a leader, even in, just in the locker room. But you can't have, how does Sullivan describe it? Our leadership group. Our leadership group. That Well, that means Sid and Gino and Latang and Brian Dumoulin. You, you can't let them monopolize the leadership either. Part of what made the 2016 and 2017 championship teams championship teams was it they had a bunch of these guys. You can go back to 2009, too. Do you remember Brooks Orpik having a letter on his sweater? Nope. You know why? 
didn't need it. You know who was the loudest, baddest dude in that room? Brooks Orpic. You know who was that in 2016 and 2017? Patrick Hornquist and a bunch of other guys. They didn't need the letters. They didn't need a leadership council or group or authority or conglomerate. They just led because they wanted to win. And if somebody wasn't carrying their weight, they were going to speak up about it. Not to people like me, certainly not so that you could hear it, but within the structure. That didn't happen this year. That didn't happen this year. And a general manager worth his or her management pedigree will address this before anything else and that'll mean getting their fingernails really dirty okay tomorrow i actually will do a j1q sorry about this i do appreciate everybody who listens to daily shot of penguins and uh yeah we'll be back tomorrow